Well, welcome everyone. We are passionate at Church Alive, helping people fulfill God's potential for their lives. And that means developing, building, coaching, inspiring leaders. And so I hope you'll have a leaning factor that today you can grow. Today you can take on a new mentality, a new mindset. And as you allow God to prune you, lift you, other people to inspire you, learn from you, you can become all that God has destined you to become. Well, welcome Church Alive and welcome to every guest who's jumping into our YouTube and social media experience because of obviously the coronavirus and just in the abundance of caution and safety and wanting to listen to the governor's instructors of meetings that shouldn't be over 250 or more, they should cancel. We decided to provide an online experience and I'm believing that this experience is really going to be just a faith booster for you. It'll be one that you can share online with a friend who needs it, with um, any any different ways. I'd love you to share as much as possible. And then also you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. But I want to encourage you, man, I'm believing that in this next season, uh, there's going to be a spirit of really just breaking through in your life across our whole church in all kinds of different areas. And uh, that means we're going to embrace a spirit of faith. Before I get into my message today, I do want to thank so many of you who already automate and give online in our church. Over 60% of our church automates their giving or gives online through credit card and debit card. And uh, we want to encourage you to continue to do that. Jump on to churchalive.tv, click on the giving tab and obviously choose the, the, uh, the, uh, the, the way that's easiest and and most accessible to you. And so I just want to thank you for that. I want to encourage you with the scripture. Isaiah chapter 32 verse 8 says this, but generous people, they plan. They plan to do what is generous and they stand firm in their generosity. It's literally generosity is both a plan and it's a stance of the Christian. It's the, it's the plan. We do it. We think about it. We strategize about it, but then we stand in it. We don't let anything stop it. And so, man, just want to thank you for your regular giving, both, both tithing and believe and build. Thank you so much. It enables us to actually do what we do right now, which is reach into the to the hearts and lives of homes everywhere. So thank you for that. Before I get into my message, come on, let's pray together. Let's believe this experience is really going to speak to people all over the place and hit their heart where they so need it. Father, I just pray right now in the name of Jesus that this experience, that, that with every sound of my voice, every person, every person would be so blessed. Every person would, would sense their faith rise Allow your word to breathe hope and life into, into anxiousness and depression and difficulty. And then just let it be an encouragement factor to every person. Equip your people with faith and strength, I pray. God, do exceedingly and abundantly more than all we ask or imagine, I pray, in the mighty name of Jesus. We're going to declare something which we love to declare as a church together. Come on, declare this even right now online as you're watching this whether this is Sunday morning or another time declare Father I thank you that I can become all you desire me to become in the mighty name of Jesus Amen Amen well let me jump into it let me tell you a quick story uh, many years ago I was uh, 10, 11, 12. I was hanging out with an old friend of mine. Scott Thompson was his name. I grew up in Australia and uh, he was a neighborhood friend. And we went to, uh, we would 
we would walk this walk up these mountains and there would often be a creek and we would actually go yabby hunting or yabby fishing at the time. And, and that, you may be unfamiliar with that term. It's really crayfish. It's those small little lobsters. And we would get a bucket and me and him would walk around and open rocks and, and uh, walk through the water and we'd find these little yabbies and they'd try to duck away into the dust and into the dirt. But we'd grab them behind their little pincers so they didn't grab us and then we'd throw them into the bucket and we walk around this bush a lot and uh, often if you stay too still in the bush what actually happens is especially if you were near water you would actually find that these small little um, it almost looked like worms but what they were were they were leeches and they would crawl your way and if you didn't move quick enough they'd crawl over your your shoe and your sock and they'd end up leeching onto your leg somewhere and later hours later you'd actually find this that thing that had basically been sucking your blood for hours potentially. And I want to tell you today that fear is like that leech. Fear has the ability to subtly come over you, subtly where you're just standing still and you don't even know it. And fear has the capacity and the ability to literally begin to suck out the blood out of your life. And all of a sudden you don't know it, but you haven't, you've re- haven't realized there's a parasite that has attached itself to your life. I also grew up with Lots of dogs, had three dogs at one time, four dogs, five dogs, and every once in a while our dogs, if they'd been also running around the bush, they would actually come back and occasionally we have to check them for a tick. And if we'd ever see our dog all of a sudden just walk normally and then sway, we know we had to be on it. We knew we had really a couple of days before the dog was actually in massive trouble and we would search for the tick because the tick was a parasite that was literally in infecting the blood and it was affecting the walk of the dog. Now I use these two illustrations to illustrate the power of fear. Man, I believe that faith is the thing. The Bible teaches that faith is the thing that pleases God. Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. It says it's impossible because those that come to God must believe that he is. And he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. See, faith is the thing that attracts the hand of God. And at a time like this with the coronavirus, at a time like this with, with so many different moments where we can read the social media and the news, and, and yes, we should use wisdom, but at the same time, we want to make sure that fear doesn't get on us, doesn't become like a parasite affecting the way we, we, we walk, affecting the way we talk, affecting the, the, the God-given faith and life that actually is in us. And I believe that this message will actually hit people today. And I'm asking that the Spirit of God literally shine His light where you are literally allowing parasites and ticks to suck the faith out of you, to suck the hope out of you, but allow this message to infuse faith and hope and strength into your thinking. I believe we need to choose faith over fear, but we also need to choose wisdom over foolishness. I'm a faith person. If you're listening to me today, you're probably a faith person. See, as a faith person, we must reject fear. But I certainly doesn't mean that you and I reject wisdom. In fact, faith and wisdom need to desperately go together. I want to give you a thought today that will help 
bless your practical world. It's this, when we live by God's principles, our lives will echo wisdom. When we live by God's principles, our lives will echo the sound, the literal reverberation of our lives will literally echo a life of wisdom. But I want to say this, when we live by God's voice, when we live by God's word, our lives will echo faith. And I couldn't think of a more important time for you and I right now in 2020 to make sure that our lives are echoing, not fear, but faith. You see, I believe that fear is the enemy of faith. Fear will be that parasite that will stop you and I. See, many times I know people that begin to put their faith in the person of Jesus, but they fear maybe what their friends are going to say. I know many people that want to step up into new levels of serving, new levels of leading, but fear, we often find it's there for us. And, and some fear is valid and we've got to use wisdom when it comes to that. And we should pray and ask God to give us a spirit of wisdom. What's faith and what's foolishness? But we must actually resist fear. You know, the medical community right now will be hunting and are hunting for a cure to the coronavirus. They'll be making sure that they're trying to find out the quickest possible. How do we cure this virus? And there's lots of diseases all across the world. And many people are looking for the absolute cure to the coronavirus. But I want to say this. Do you know that we have the antidote to fear? And it's called His presence. You and I as Christians, if you're a faith person, if you're not a faith person, man, you're invited to to the very God of heaven who loves you and has a plan for your life. But I want to tell you today that you and I have the answer, have the antidote to the literally the virus called fear and it's literally faith. It's God's presence. Listen to what Psalm 91 verse 1 says. He who dwells. That means you live there. You abide there. But I want to give you this thought. You stay there. He who stays. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High. He will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I love the simple two words is he who. That doesn't mean that you have to be special. Doesn't mean you're going to be a pastor. Doesn't mean you ever seen someone like, oh, that's one of those spiritual people. No, it's he who. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High, he will find rest. That's what I love about the Bible. That's what I love about Jesus. He is the ultimate inviter. He invites everyone. I believe sometimes Christianity's got a bad name for being exclusive. But let me tell you this, the Bible is the all-inviting book. Jesus was the all-inviter. He literally says, for God so loved the world. He didn't even just love the world. He so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever, that's the inclusivity part. Whoever, black, white, rich, poor, old or young, whoever you are, you can come to the person of Jesus Christ and the psalmist in Psalm 91 says the exact same thing. He who dwells, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High, he shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I was talking to my kids recently and we actually did a little Bible study and a couple of weeks ago and I gave them all a key. 
I gave them a key and I wanted them to go outside. I locked the door and then they had to use the key to come in the house. And I said, kids, what was the deal with the key? Could you come in without the key? And they're like, no, dad, we couldn't come in. It was a simple little cool kind of fun moment. We did a small Bible study. We listened to a worship song and then we had a fun game afterwards. But the point of the matter was I showed them it was a key and it was the key that opens the door. I want to tell you today, he who dwells, that's the key. He dwells there. He doesn't attend. He doesn't come sometimes. The essence is he who dwells there, he shall find rest in the presence of the most high God. I want to tell you today that God is most high. He is most high over every problem, every situation, that there is no problem in this world right now that has taken God by surprise. In fact, Jesus said in the last days, many problems would come, but then he would tell people, but take heart or don't fear. I have overcome the world. See, you and I have the antidote to fear and it's not just saying I won't fear. No, it's tapping into the very source, the essence of who God is. It says he who he who dwells or he who stays in the presence of God, he will find rest in the shadow of the almighty. I want to tell you today, my, my other thought to you today, the first one is, man, you got to determine your stay. you got to determine the place you stay. And that's the presence of the Most High God. you got to determine also your say, what you say about your life. Listen, Psalm 91, verse 2, it says this, I will say. Notice that now it says, I will say, I will say of the Lord. It says he is my refuge. It says he is my fortress, my God on whom I trust. I want you to notice for a second that this man has determined the tone of his future conversations. He has literally determined the tone and the tenor. He has determined already that I will say of the Lord, he is my fortress. He is the one I trust in. The Bible says in Proverbs 18, 10, it says, the name of the Lord, it says, it is a strong tower. The righteous, they run to it. They literally run to it and are safe. You've got to determine in this time of fear, you've got to determine that we have the antidote, but you've got to determine that we know where to stay. We know where to stay. You've got to determine what's going to be your say. You know, I don't know if you've ever heard the story. Obviously, you've heard a story of butterflies and caterpillars and the transformation that happens in them and from them. But do you know that out of the caterpillar's mouth is actually the material that causes the cocoon? So think about this for a moment. The, the caterpillar is literally just looks like a slug. But out of the caterpillar's mouth comes this amazing silk substance that begins to create a completely different environment. And he is surrounded by that environment. And in that environment, actually, he begins to metamorphose and transform 
transform into a different butterfly. See, if you will determine your stay where you continually go for your source of strength under the shadow, the Bible says of the most high, then you'll actually determine what you'll say. You'll begin to determine and and transform the environment of your mind and your heart. That's why it's so important to get in the presence of God. That's why it's so important. Man, we don't just do songs in our church. No, songs become the declarations of faith where people literally get transformed because they're providing and, and literally creating a cocoon type of effect around their life. And God is the changer of hearts. But do you know that you and I are the changer and the setter of our environment? And as we determine to say, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I shall trust. What's actually going to happen in your life is your whole life is going to begin to shift and begin to change because you, like the butterfly, have actually determined to say and to speak something different. I hope you're receiving that in Jesus' awesome name. The Bible says this in Psalm 91 verse 14, Another incredible promise out of this passage of scripture. It says, because he loves me, says the Lord. Watch this now. I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. He will call upon me. That's his say. He will call upon me in trouble. I will deliver him. And honor him. I want to tell you today that God promises you and me, if we'll stay in his presence, if we'll keep our confession, he will deliver us. Earlier in the psalm, you should go read it. It says they will not fear the terror of night. What's the terror of night? It's the, it's the, Moments in life where it seems like the the future seems very uncertain, that there's question marks about their life. But notice for the person who will stay in the right place and say and literally cocoon his life, what actually happens is he says, they will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence, it says, that stalks in the darkness. It begins to say a thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand. It will not come near you. Why? Because God is the place of protection. We have the antidote to fear. It is literally the presence of God found in the word of God. We must determine our stay. We must determine our say. But I want to say this today. We also must use these moments as sway moments. You ever been swayed? You've been swayed by other people's opinions? You've been swayed by fear? Have you been swayed by friends who lured you and tempted you into all kinds of different nonsense? You might have even lured other people and swayed people's opinions. But here's the truth that God wants to give Church Alive and God wants to give you, God wants to give this house more sway, more influence. Notice what Scripture says. It says, I will deliver him. It says, and I will actually honor him. When God honors someone, he literally puts his favor and his grace upon that person's life. He favors them. And when he favors you, you've got to understand what he's doing is he's giving you sway. 
He's giving you and I influence. And I just believe that in this time, at times like this, that actually it is in the darkest moments sometimes that the the light of God needs to shine the brightest. It's in hopeless times that people with hope need to come along and say, man, there's hope for you. It's in sometimes negative times that you and I need to just portray positivity. It's in fearful times that you and I need to bring faith. And it's as we allow God to be our strength. And as we allow God to change our confession, then we literally will have honour, we'll have favour, and it will literally cause people to sway according and towards God. You may not have heard of these four men, but there's four men in the Bible in the book of Daniel called Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And then there was Daniel. And the Bible actually says that these four men of faith literally caused a kingdom to sway because they knew that God was their shelter, that God was most high over all the earth. And I'm believing, and I really believe the simplicity of right now that you and I can have sway. We can have the right sway over people and that might be something so small it might be moments simple small moments of encouragement simple small moments of prayer simple small moments of sharing on maybe social media something like this that might just breathe life and hope and strength into people you see you've got to understand you know when everyone's fearing they're just thinking about themselves but, but by the Spirit of God, you and I can actually embrace faith and start thinking about other people and have a different spirit that is not one of fear, but actually one of love. See, the Bible says in 1 John, it literally says that perfect love casts out fear. You'd think it would say perfect love casts out hatred, but it doesn't. It says perfect love casts out fear See, that's the, the, the essence is fear truly is the enemy. It is literally a, 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 a leech that'll suck the life of God out of your life. Man, I just want to close today, but I want to read this scripture to you. Psalm 91 again, verse 14. The Bible says, because he loves me, says the Lord, says I will rescue him, says I will protect him. For he acknowledges my name. He will call upon me in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. I believe that you and I at this time need to be people of faith, not fear. I do believe that we can be people of wisdom, not foolishness. I believe that faith and wisdom go hand in hand and you and I with the right spirit can walk in both faith and wisdom. I believe that you and I can determine with all our heart where our stay is. You know, I normally go to California every year. I go out to a conference at a church there that I'm very blessed by. And whenever I go there, I see a lot of homeless people. My wife has just a, a, a lovely heart towards homeless people. and. So when she sees them, she has to do something. We'll stop in at McDonald's, we'll stop in at Burger King and the kids will come and I'll go with her and we'll give them something to eat and we might stop at two, three, four different homeless people at that time. You see, there's something about being homeless that it takes away your strength because you haven't determined where you stay. See, your stay, your, your strength might be your family. But I want to tell you, every family needs a foundation and that foundation 
is God himself. The Bible says that he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High, he shall rest. At this time in our country, it is a time of unrest many times, time of fear, time of anxiousness. But I just want to determine and I just want to declare and I just want to speak over you as you will literally say, Jesus, you may not even be sure about God, but God is inviting you into the shelter of the Most High. There's protection there. There's forgiveness there. There's stability there. There's strength there. There's goodness there. There's mercy there. There's everything good in the, in the presence of the Most High. And if you'll determine what your stay is, I want to encourage you, man, determine that you're going to say, your say is going to be different. And then when God begins to do something in you, your sway is going to be different. I want to encourage you, if this has been a blessing to you, share it on social media. Our plan will be actually to meet next week, but that'll all be determined on the different, numerous different things that are outside of our control. Stay alert to that. But before I close today, I want to say a quick prayer with you and for you. I want to pray for you that faith will rise on the inside, that God will give you strength, that you'll literally tap into God's presence like you've never tapped into it before. You know, we, we canceled Sunday church, but our transformed groups and our prayer gatherings are still going to be going on. But I, know, I think this is only going to be a very short time. But I want to take a moment because every single person within the sound of my voice one day will spend eternity somewhere. They'll stand before God. And the most important question He'll ever ask you is, what did you do with my Son, Jesus Christ? Did you accept Him or did you reject Him? The Bible says in Revelation chapter 3, verse 20, it says, Behold, I, I stand at the door, speaking of Jesus, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone, that's for you, that's for me. If anyone hears my voice, says and opens the door, says, I will come in and I'll meet with him. I'll hang out with him. I'll be a friend to him. See, God just doesn't want to forgive you. He literally wants a relationship, a connection, a friendship with you. He says, I want to come in and I want to hang out. I want to eat with you. He says, if anyone hears my voice. So you may be watching today and you are yet to place your faith in the person of Christ. I want to tell you, there's no better time than now. You may have at one time place your faith in the person of Christ, but for numerous different reasons, you seem to slip away, run away, fall away. I want to tell you the Father wants you to come back today. We're going to pray a simple prayer and that prayer will lead you to the very person and the foot of the cross. It'll lead you to the person of Jesus Christ. So why don't we close our eyes all across this place just in a moment of prayer and believe that God's going to speak to you and knock on your heart. Wherever you're in your home, you're in a coffee place somewhere, you're watching on your phone. Stop whatever you're doing right now. And settle this relationship with God once for all. Pray a simple prayer. Say, Jesus, I hear you knocking on the door of my heart. I open the door by faith. I turn to you. I tell you, I need you. I need you to be my most high. Forgive me. Come into my life. Be my saviour. Be my Lord. Be my very best friend. And from this day on, I declare that I will follow you forever. For every single person that prayed that prayer, would you do me a favour? Would you quickly take a moment 
in, 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 in the next 10 minutes, hour, would you make sure you, you do connect at churchlive.tv? Email us and let us know. We will send you a free book, a free resource on what it means to help you follow Jesus for every single other person who's part of our church. Man, find a way to be in a transformed group. Find a way to be in a prayer gathering. Share this online. Man, God bless you. I pray that this was a blessing to you today in the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you. Hey guys, thank you for joining us online. Remember, God is in control, so choose faith over fear today and every day. For any and all updates about Church Alive, you can stay tuned on our website and on all of our social media platforms. God bless you guys. See you real soon.